We have made it to the NBA Finals. Giannis Antetokounmpo is doubtful, but we still got some basketball. We've had a couple days off. We finally had these teams, the Suns versus the Bucks. I'm going to give you what I think about this series, what I think about the game tonight in terms of I already have a side of the spread. I already have about five props taken for tonight because we had so many days to analyze this. And there is there is a monkey wrench in this with Giannis being uncertain and doubtful. So you've had some edge in the props, and I think you still do. And then, oh, yeah, not to bury the lead, but there's a millionaire maker tonight. $1 million to first place on DraftKings tonight. Yes, that's right. Somebody is going to become a millionaire tonight, or they're going to split it like 10 to 100 ways. But either way, whoever wins is going to make a lot of money whether you split or not. There's a million dollars up for grabs. There's only 15 potential players that are even going to be viable today. And we're all going to get to choose from the same ones. But I'm going to tell you the ones and the, and the combinations of the ones that make a lot of sense today. So why don't we get into all of this? Why don't we start today on the Milwaukee Bucks side of the ball? Let's hop on into it right now. Ladies and gentlemen, fellas, fellas, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, fellas, for being here. I appreciate it if you hit the like and subscribe button as we're now here at the NBA Finals. And oh, yeah, we're less than one month away from the NFL preseason starting. All that content is churning out. We'll be live later today around 530 p.m. East Coast time. So be sure to check it out. Like, subscribe, do those things for your boy. Let's start on the Milwaukee side where Giannis's status is now doubtful. It was uncertain slash up in the air. And they have no Dante DiVincenzo. So this is a banged up team. This is not a 100% healthy team. This is nowhere near the team that got them to the postseason, that got them to the finals because Giannis is out and Dante is out. That's two starters from this team missing. Where if you look on the flip side of it, the Suns have their healthy five. The five that they would want to have out there since the middle of the season is the five that they currently have out there right now. Not the same, and that's why you're going to see the Suns being big favorites tonight, minus six, and you have a huge, a huge, huge, huge window on what you can do here. The Suns are minus six, minus six and a half, and minus seven. Normally, you don't see all that. It's because Giannis is out. They're trying to get this all in order. It might all stabilize somewhere. I have, as it stands right now, the Suns at minus six for tonight's game. I have taken the Suns in the series. I've not taken the exact number, but I would lean six, and I would rather go five than seven. Two starters out, two impactful starters out. Giannis not going to be healthy this entire season. And Giannis is not this player, and we can go here with Milwaukee now. Giannis is not this player who, if he is limited, that he can do some things, that he can pull up and shoot for you, right? Kevin Durant before he tore his Achilles. Trey Young in the last series to an extent, right? Set guys up from an assist standpoint. Giannis has to play physical. He has to go full head of steam down, put a lot of weight on his lower body, and bruise with guys down low to try and get his and ones, to try and get his layups, to try and get his offensive boards, dunks, right? That's not a game style that benefits somebody who is injured, right? That is going to be hampering the entire Bucks offense. And now with no Giannis Antetokounmpo, I'm expecting basically just a seven-man rotation, the same one that they ran in the last couple of games against the Atlanta Hawks. Basically, it's the starters of five and Pat Connington and Bryn Forbes. Yeah, you might see Jeff Teague for four to five minutes. I don't know why you would, because Devin Booker and Chris Paul are going to pick that guy apart, but they might do it. You're going to see Donnie Antetokounmpo for a minute or two, sure. But you're going to see basically a seven-man rotation out there. And honestly, I'm not shocked if Pat Connington starts this series over P.J. Tucker for the offense that is going to be needed. And quite frankly, Pat Connington is, sets up fine defensively. I mean, you could just hide him on McCall Bridges if you really needed to. That's what they're going to do with P.J. Tucker anyways. Hide him on McCall Bridges. Hide him on Jay Crowder. So I think Pat Connington makes more sense to start. We'll see if they finally go that route. If he does start, that would give Pat Connington 30-plus minutes of play today. No doubt about it. Even if he doesn't start, I have Pat Connington at around 30 to 32 minutes. So we can pull up right now my projected minutes for game one of the NBA Finals. 
game one of the 2021 NBA Finals here for the Milwaukee Bucks. So there are the minutes on the screen right now for what I have for the Bucks. So you can see I pack content about 32 minutes of play today. Now, I think you're going to be able to see a big advantage here. If there's an advantage in this series right now, and really Giannis will bring it over the top, but it is going to be the offensive rebounding advantage that Milwaukee's going to have over the Suns. I mean, that's where they can really dominate this thing. And you saw that happen in game five and partially game six against Atlanta. Giannis obviously being one of those options. But even if he's not out there, you have Brooke Lopez, who's a great offensive rebounder. You have P.J. Tucker, who in the last series averaged almost two offensive rebounds a game. Middleton's not bad in his own right. And then, oh, yeah, you have Bobby Portis. But something to keep in mind for this series compared to last is I have Bobby Portis projected for 32 minutes of play in this game. There's a real chance Bobby Portis could get extremely limited and you start to see Brooke Lopez, P.J. Tucker, Pat Connington playing more minutes. Why is that? Because in that last series, Bobby Portis was on ice skates against Trey Young in the pick and roll. And then he had dominating games in game five and a solid game in game six because Trey Young was injured out and also limited in game six. So if you now have Chris Paul, who is arguably the best pick and roll player, the only other good one or the only one close to Trey Young in the NBA is Chris Paul and what he could do in an offense off the screen, right? If that's going to be the case and he's now healthy when Trey Young wasn't, Bobby Portis, Brooke Lopez, Brooke Lopez, who was a better defender in the drop coverages during the regular season against pick and rolls and the postseason, those guys can be in trouble, especially Bobby Portis, which can limit his run on the court. You might see more run for other guys off the bench. Bobby Portis only maybe then plays 24 minutes if it's becoming something that they are attacking as a game plan for Phoenix. So just keep that in mind if you're trying to get away from maybe some chalky players because Bobby Portis might be one of the highest, if not the highest owned guy on the slate today. I think a key to this series could potentially be Brooke Lopez. And this is where I would go with it because there's so many things that Brooke Lopez can do. And in game five and game six, you saw them say, hey, we need some size down low. We can just bully these guys offensive rebounding wise. And that's what Brooke Lopez did. And he was just dunking on guys that were half his size legitimately almost as a seven footer. So what do they do with Brooke Lopez here? Do you now against DeAndre Ayton, a much better player than you just faced in that last series compared to Clint Capella and or whoever was coming off the bench, Oniko Kungwa, the rookie. Do you now say, hey, let's try and pull this guy out of the paint. Let's try and pull him out of the paint since Brook Lopez can stretch. And now we put some more room on the court. Now we can stretch. We can pass a little bit more. And then that puts pressure on the Bucks to hit their open shots. But if they hit them, it's a lot of pressure on Phoenix to maybe say, hey, do we now have to go Cam Johnson, go small ball five, Jay Crowder for a little bit of this game and take one of our best players, if not our best postseason player so far, and DeAndre Ayton off the court? So that's where the chess and checkers starts to come. Or do you just bang it around down low with DeAndre Ayton down there with Brooke Lopez? Do you go down low and try and go more pick and roll action with Drew Holiday and Brooke Lopez, which worked fantastic in that game five, leading to a lot of dunks? Again, won't be the same matchup as he had in that game. Won't be as easy. Lopez himself should still see big run. I have Lopez today for 36 minutes because I think he's going to lock into big run because even against Chris Paul in the pick and roll he'll be able to defend it well game one against Trey he got himself a little bit on ice skates but after that it started to come together and really that was just one quarter that third quarter in game one where the Hawks started to pull away and then winning that game one of the series so Brooke Lopez could be a big piece here and you can see Brooke Lopez right now I have for 36 minutes and he averages a fantasy point per minute with Giannis Antetokounmpo off the court so Brooke Lopez for me right now is grading out currently if we're talking fantasy points for your DraftKings millionaire maker and I'll talk about my favorite plays from this team in a second, I broke Lopez for about 31.96. We'll call it 32 fantasy points today. Now, this team is not going to be able to continue to shoot 31% like they have in the postseason from three-pointer. They can't. They're going to have to shoot better than that, but the Bucks. They shot better than that during the regular season. The help defense that Phoenix has, whether it's McCall Bridges, whether it's just Jay Crowder, two of probably the best defenders right now in this finals is Jay Crowder and McCall Bridges. You might not think that, but that is actually going to be the case. They're probably the two best defenders in this series that are going to be healthy and playing today. You have to be able to hit your threes. If you can't hit your open threes, especially when they're shooting 31% from this postseason, from three in general, 
and less than average from open three, you're going to have some issues in this series. You need to make threes and you need to make your open looks. Uh, from a defensive matchup standpoint, I do think that Booker's an interesting player here, and I think Drew Holiday will try and take him from a defensive standpoint. What they try and put Middleton on will be interesting. Do they just say, hey, Middleton, go on Chris Paul here? It's kind of a waste at that point because Chris Paul is just going to use screens and get himself open, but it's going to be very interesting to see what they do with Chris Paul. I think depending on who they start, they can just hide P.J. Tucker and Jay Crowder. Those two will probably guard each other and it won't matter too much defensively for what they do against each other. If they go Pat Connington over a Bobby Portis or vice versa, whoever starts there, I think if you see Pat Connington, he'll probably go out to a McCall Bridges and something along those lines. It'll be interesting to see what happens with Middleton, though. Does he take Chris Paul here? And if Chris Paul is getting hot, my answer would definitely be yes. But from a start, what happens there? So let's talk about now who I like overall from this side of the ball. Who do I like right now from a prop standpoint and also and also and also from a millionaire maker DraftKings standpoint today. So I've taken about five props so far. This is prize picks. You just take the over-under on fantasy points, on points, rebounds, assists. It's just player props you could take the over-unders on, but they're running two big promotions right now. The first one is that if you use the code SAL, just my name, it's linked down below. If you use the code SAL, they'll give you a free bet up to $100. So that's fantastic. Any money you put in, you put in 20 bucks, they'll give you 20 bucks to use. It's dependent on what your first deposit is. You put 100 bucks, you have $100 in free credits to use. So you can use that. That is a limited time only, probably during these postseasons. So check that out. And they're running their own million dollar contest as well. Once you use that code SAL, if it's your first time deposit, you will get a link sent to you. You use that link, you answer five questions. If you get the five questions right, you become a millionaire. If you get four right, you get a certain amount of money. I don't know the exact amount, 50 to 100 grand. If you get just one right, you win 50 bucks. So not bad. You have a chance to become a millionaire. That's only if you use the code SAL when you sign up. We're running a little bit of a promotion for the community with them. But right now, I do have the over on Pat Connington. This is from the Bucks side. We can get into the Sun side after. The over on Pat Connington, 14 and a half points. This is what the number was when Giannis was in. Giannis is now doubtful. So you're getting a number here. I think this moves up to 16 and a half to 17 points. I have Pat Connington right now. Believe it or not, he's at 14 and a half. I have Connington at 20.5. So I have six points over this from a fantasy point perspective. Why do I have that? I have him playing 32 minutes. I don't have him playing the 22 to 24 he would have played if Giannis was healthy. And I think there's a significant chance that he can actually start in this series. And then after that, I drew Holiday under nine and a half assists. Why do I have Holiday under nine and a half assists? Well, he had that 13 assist game where Bobby Portis and Brooke Lopez are doing everything off the pick and roll dominating. Atlanta. This is a much better defensive team in the Suns. This is a healthier team. This is a team in DeAndre Ayton, who's been a fantastic rim protector, isn't just going to let Brooke Lopez and the pick and roll do whatever they want at the basket, right? This is a team that, if you're just talking about off the ball, if you're trying to go to Middleton, if you're trying to go to somebody else on the team here, it's going to be McCall Bridges and Jay Crowder trying to shut that down. Just better defenders than the John Collins of the world and the Kevin Hoarders in the previous series. For him to go over, he would have to hit over nine and a half would be 10 plus assists. I'm saying I don't think that Drew Holiday has a double-double today. I'm saying that I don't think he has 10 plus assists. I have Drew Holiday closer to the eight assist number in my projections. So under nine and a half assists on Holiday, those are the first two that we're taking on the Bucks side. And we can talk about, we can talk about, let's talk about it. We can talk about the Sun side momentarily. But for right, right, right now on DraftKings, my ranked interest for DraftKings, that million dollars to first place, baby, is going to be Bobby Portis, Drew Holiday, Chris Middleton as priorities right now. Then Brooke Lopez, Pat Connington, PJ Tucker in that order. There's six guys in a player pool. Bryn Forbes, I don't have in a player pool. I have him for 16 minutes today. He can definitely hit his three or four threes. He's going to have four to five to six three-point attempts, but he just can't stay in the court when Chris Paul and Booker are out there. They're just going to dominate him. The guy's going to be a minus 15 with those guys on the court if he plays more than 16 minutes. So that's where I'm at with those guys. Let's now move over to the Phoenix side of the ball. Ah, yes. So the Phoenix side of the ball, the team that is fully healthy coming into the series and the team that I have as a minus six point favorite today. Again, if you're liking the Milwaukee side, take the plus seven. If you are in a position, whatever state you're in, whatever country, and if you're in a position where you have the luxury of shopping your books, 
I like the Suns side, so I'm going to take the minus six for the Suns, and here's a lot of reasons why. We've already talked about some of them to begin with. Crowder and Bridges are key pieces in this series already. I think they're the two best defenders that are going to be active tonight because I think Giannis does not play, and they also bring three-point shooting. Cam Johnson is also a sneaky piece in the series, somebody who continued to play more run in that last series, who I have at 24 minutes tonight. He's somebody who can dribble the ball, play some defense, get rebounds because he's lengthy, and oh yeah, he can shoot the three. So he's versatile, just like the McCall Bridges and Jay Crowder are. He's shooting 45% from three in this series. Those three players are probably the most important players, more than Booker, more than Chris Paul, because those guys are going to do their thing. Chris Paul is going to work off screens, right? He's going to have the one or two big games. Devin Booker is going to have an advantage as a bigger guard. Yes, Drew Holiday will be on him, but I think he actually has, if I had to give the advantage somewhere, I'd give it to Devin Booker slightly over Drew Holiday. Holiday, probably the best defensive point guard in the NBA right now. So that's saying something about Booker's skill set. The Suns team has been running like a nine-man rotation. You saw Torrey Craig and Nader playing like five minutes apiece. Sarge is hovering around eight to 10 minutes. So right now you can see my projected minutes on the screen for this team. You're not seeing Sarge and Nader, but if I scroll, you'll see the 10 minutes for Sarge and four for Nader that I have. But they're running this nine-man rotation, so it limits somewhat of what they can do. And really it's just limiting the 40-minute games for McCall Bridges. If they gave McCall Bridges 40 minutes or Crowder 36 to 37, and if those guys play well and Bridges starts to finally shoot like he has not been the entire last month or so well if those guys start playing well they'll get 38 to 40 minutes and you'll see no Tory Craig you'll see very little if not if not any Sarge and Nader and those types of guys right so there is the potential to see a seven to eight man rotation instead of this nine man rotation that they're running if they load up on the starter minutes you get the seven or eight man rotation if we're talking defensive matchups for this series I expect Aiton to be on Lopez I would have said Giannis but Giannis is now likely out Crowder on Tucker those guys I think just eliminate each other I do think that the biggest key piece in this game is going to be this final matchup and maybe this entire series in terms of defensive matchups is going to be Bridges on Middleton maybe they'll put some Crowder to bruise him up a little bit on Middleton at one point but Middleton is a very good player he is a player who can do a lot of things in off the ball he's a lot of player who can get set up from other teammates he's a player who can go up against less superior defenders but McCall Bridges is one of the best defenders in the league and he is not the greatest ISO player Middleton against good defenders and if Middleton is going to be by far your best player on the court or right there with Drew Holiday today and you're going to need him to play like that like he did in games five and really game six where he was fantastic in the third quarter you're going to need him to beat one-on-one -on -one defense beat ISO matchups right can he do that against Bridges? Sure, he can definitely do it against him, but can he do it consistently enough to have these big games to lift you as six to seven point underdogs without Giannis for the first one to three games or whatever it's going to be? So I'm very, very interested in seeing what Middleton and that Bridges matchup looks like, especially if Bridges is going to be going all out on defense. Does Bridges have anything left in the tank from an offensive standpoint if we're just thinking the game theory of this to try and build a winning millionaire maker lineup? I think that Chris Paul and Pat Connington will match up when Connington's on the court, which I think is going to be for most of the game. And then Booker versus Holiday, like we already mentioned earlier there are some technical foul issues to keep in mind so this is important stuff listen closely let's let's get in close here now that you're in so close we can do a little asmr and we can talk about the technical fouls we can go with the technical foul issues that are happening right now we're not doing that shit don't worry about it if you miss if you hit seven technical fouls you have to miss a game that's the nba rules and right now you have crowder at five and you have booker at four technical fouls now it's hard to pick up three in like a four or five game series but if this game starts series starts to go six or seven games yeah there's a chance that crowder can pick up a technical foul tonight and then he's one away for the rest of the series and they will know that from milwaukee you might get bobby portis start to pj tucker right these guys will get a little bit agitated they will feed off of that fact that you have six technical fouls and the same thing for booker right the same thing will go for booker drew holiday will start to get right up on you more so will pat connington so will the, the pj tucker is going to be there no matter
matter what. If Booker, if one of these guys picks up a technical foul tonight, you can be damn sure that Milwaukee is going to be taking advantage of that as best as they can, trying to get one of their players off the court as best as they can, just like they have Giannis and no Dante in this series. We already mentioned it, but Lopez versus CP3 and really Lopez versus Bobby Portis in the pick and roll could be something of a massive advantage for this healthy Suns team. The mid-range percentage is what's going to have to happen, right? If Chris Paul's knocking down that mid-range jumper, it's going to be a very long series for Bobby Portis because he's going to do whatever he wants there. And then Bobby Portis is going to have to commit at times or be on ice skates. And that's where Aiton or whoever's crashing Sarge at times starts to get going. Milwaukee is going to play fast in this series. So CP3 sticking with him still is going to have to push that tempo i have cp3 at 38 minutes tonight and fantasy points wise i have cp3 right now projecting out for 43.14 that would be the fourth highest on the slate these are two of the top three transition defenses so expect some slower scoring games these teams like to pick up each other in the half court we saw milwaukee do that against atlanta and really stall their offense those final couple of games if we're looking at just the health status and where this team sits right now for phoenix the booker has the nose issue he says he's not playing with that mask in this series it looked like it bothered him cam johnson missed game six against the Clippers non-COVID illness says he's good to go Chris Paul still has this lingering shoulder and campaign still has a bum ankle so we'll see if any of those things actually start to become a factor moving forward but for right now I do have three props that I have taken we'll talk about those right after we talk about my favorite overall plays from this team from a DraftKings millionaire perspective my favorite play is Cam Johnson I think he comes off the bench plays 24 minutes he is just dirt cheap right now Cam Johnson at 2800 should be at least 4000 to 4400 Cam Johnson is the best value play in the slate so it goes Cam Johnson Devin Booker DeAndre Ayton has my biggest interest I think Devin Booker is slightly underpriced here at 9600 for a showdown slate I think he should be 10,000 or 10-2 he's gonna have a nice matchup he's gonna have the ability to shoot 25 times or so today I think he'll be able to get to his mid-range spots that he likes after after those three guys it would go Crowder Chris Paul and Bridges that is 12 guys in a player pool I understand that campaign I understand that Bryn Forbes can potentially get in there but that is 12 guys in a player pool to try and win a million dollars tonight I don't normally like playing these massive contests and the millionaire maker is a marketing scheme in my opinion that just gets people to throw their money at it but I'm entering back into the showdown streets tonight. I haven't been playing the showdown streets the last like five or six NBA slates. It's just been props. I would play like one or two showdown lineups into a single entry or three max. But in terms of 20 max and maybe even 150 max, we might enter back into them tonight. That's probably not good process, but it's the NBA finals. There's a million dollars to first place. I'd like to wake up tomorrow morning and uh, and have like just big old inflatables in this room filling it up and just big old statues. And you'd be like, what you doing? I say, I spent my fucking million dollars on these golden statues of dinosaurs and fucking gorillas behind me. All right, chop, chop, Sal, tell us the props. We don't give a shit about what you're going to buy with this stuff. All right, well, here we go, right? The guys that I have right now are going to be the over. I already talked about Devin Booker, how I think even though Drew Holiday will be on him, I still think that there's some room to wiggle with here. I have Devin Booker today at 46.6 points. I have him as tied for the second highest score on the slate, basically. His over-under is only 39 fantasy points. So we're taking the over on that. We're slamming the over on that. I have Cam Johnson, somebody who I said I like a lot today, at about 19 fantasy points. His over-under on fantasy points is 16. I'll take the over on that. I don't feel as confident because it's only a three-point difference or so, but we'll take the over on that. And then this is the one that worries me the most, but we're doing a flex play over on prize picks. You don't have to get them all right. If I just get four of these five rights, I still win a shit ton of money. I win like two and a half X. If I get all five right, I win like 10 X. So that's the difference here. If you get three right, you still win money. So that's the nice thing about prize picks. It's not just a straight up parlay if you don't want it to be. Jay Crowder over 19 and a half fantasy points. I have Jay Crowder at 24.8 today. That's about a five and a half point, five point eight point difference. I like that a whole lot. So we got the spread. Minus six, Suns today. We got the series. I got the Suns right now, and I lean for six games, but I'm not shocked if it's five. I'm still trying to make a decision on that. We've got five props in we told you about. We got our overall interest, 12 guys in a player pool, and the guys I like the most from each squad. If you want to see my updated projections, the guys that I like more in the entire game, if you want to use the lineup optimizer, not just for NBA, but MLB as well, PGA, MMA, big event this week, and a whole lot of other tools 
less than a month away from the NFL. Sign up for Patreon down below. What are you waiting for? You're missing out. You're missing out on a chance to potentially win a million dollar Ruskies tonight. You can win that on DraftKings. You can win that on Prize Picks. Use that code Sal over on Prize Picks. And also, and also, $20,000 contest, the biggest I've seen in about since the entire postseason, but in about two to three to four months from Superdraft tonight. So Superdraft, it's just if you want to use the code Sal, you get 25 bucks to play with. They have a $20,000 guaranteed contest tonight. All you have to do here is choose the highest scoring players based on your projections. You don't have to worry anything about salary cap. So what the highest scoring potential lineup would look like for me based on my projections would be this one right here. Middleton in the captain as a lovely multiplier. Chris Paul, Drew Holiday, Brooke Lopez, and Aiden. If you want to use this one, you'll probably split with somebody else using it, but you can just throw some other guys in there. There's other nice options. Jay Crowder, low-owned option. Devin Booker, of course. Bobby Porter all those types of guys so cheers and thank you for tuning in today to game one of the nba finals i'll see you later live today and we'll have nfl videos for the other days this week enjoy the game tonight best of luck in the streets any questions let me know in the patreon discord we do have a discord for viewers comments down below as well i'll prioritize those patreon peeps i got a clear coffee cup here these things are cool as fuck i don't know why best of luck tonight i'll see y'all later and i hope you win i hope one of you win or even split it the million dollar rooskies go get a game